Thanks for tuning in to the Capricorn season episode of Witch Doctorate. I am so sorry that I'm a week late recording this episode. And to be honest, I was tired and I was cranky that I didn't get to go see my family for Christmas because of the pandemic. So I was just a little bit like grouchy, cranky girl. And so I it didn't get done. And I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I was really tired by the end of Sagittarius season as well. And I think that part of that was the eclipses were really draining for everyone, especially that, you know, that last that solar eclipse in Sagittarius, because I was thinking about Sagittarius energy and it is the last fire sign. You know, we have cardinal fixed and mutable signs. So Aries is the first fire sign. Then it goes Leo and then Sagittarius is the last fire sign. And I was thinking about fire as an element and how it will just burn and burn and burn until it's either extinguished or it runs out of fuel. And I totally felt like I was running out of fuel and it just, I don't know, it felt like it was a Sagittarius energy epiphany moment. Um, but that's why, I mean, it's so good to know where, you know, where all the planets are or what your chart is doing or when you have, um, you know, where you have the different elements in your chart. So you can sort of balance yourself out if you do feel like you're starting to run out of fuel. Uh, just another glory of astrology. So again, I am sorry for being late. Uh, we have, I wanted to make sure I got this out today because we do have a full moon and we are in Capricorn season right now. I'm trying to stay focused on the order in which I should present this information. So let's just start with Capricorn season really quick. And Capricorn is one of the more serious signs of the Zodiac. It's the first earth sign because if you listened to the first season of astrology, of Witch Doctorate and uh, learned astrology along with me, uh, the cardinal signs are basically like the first sign in a specific element. So because Sagittarius is a mutable sign, the last fire sign, then the rotation starts over, which makes Capricorn, the sign that follows Sagittarius, a cardinal sign. So it is the first earth sign. And because of that, it really does help us tap into our endurance because it, you know, earth signs know that things take time, that, you know, the earth moves in, in the rhythm that it moves in. Plus Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn, which rules time. So, you know, patience is a really big part of Capricorn season. And for that reason, endurance. And I think that it's so perfect that Capricorn season is sort of at the end of the year because everyone's just trying to finish up this year. What sucks so bad about this year, though, is that January 1st is not a landmark like it normally is because we all know that no matter what we do to set intentions around the year ahead of us, there's still so much that's not in control and there's so much that we don't have a say over. And it's great that we have, you know, we're starting to see a light at the end of this pandemic hellhole tunnel, but you know, we still don't know when the vaccine is going to be available for everyone, when it's going to be, you know, okay to go to bars, <laughs> a lot of young people listening to this podcast, when it's going to be okay to go see your family. Like it was, 
so hard not being able to spend Christmas Eve with my little niece. Like she's only four and I just wanted to be with everyone. I was like such a baby. All I did was play video games and like pout around Christmas. I was not pleasant to be around, which is also why I was like, I can't, I can't record right now. I'm going to bum everyone out. Um, you know, cancer, or, sorry, I just read the word cancer because I have notes about the full moon tonight. Capricorn season it's, you know, because it's ruled by Saturn, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. It's also a lot about our responsibilities and tying up loose ends for the end of the year, uh, figuring out, you know, what our plans are for the next year. Because even though we don't have the freedom that we would expect on a normal New Year's Eve, we do still have stuff that needs to get done. And so it is really about, you know, closing out this year and thinking about what needs to happen next year. So I think it's okay to like take a step back right now and just sort of think about what your next moves are. Tonight, the full moon in Cancer. I love that the full moon is in Cancer. Um, it will always be in Cancer during Capricorn season, by the way, because the way that the full, I mean, I'm sure you've learned, I think I even talked about this maybe last episode or the episode before, but I'm sure you learned even in science class when you're in elementary school that a full moon is when the moon is across the sky from the sun. And it's basically the moon is reflecting the light from the sun. And so the full moon will always be in the sign opposite the sun. And the new moon will always take place in the same sign the sun is in. So that's an easy way to remember where we're going. Uh, but yeah, can the Cancer full moon is always going to take place in Capricorn season. There's no there's no other way that it can happen. But I love that it's happening at the end of the year because this has been such a traumatic year for everyone. And Cancer is the most nurturing of all the signs. It's considered to be the mother of the zodiac and it is about the home. Cancer, you know, is the natural ruler of the 4th house and the 4th house does rule our homes. So tonight's the perfect night to be a hermit to take a bath because cancer is a water sign. So any sort of water therapy or water healing that you can do tonight is perfect. I also think that tomorrow night, the 30th, is totally an acceptable time to, you know, do your full moon celebration. I don't think it has to happen on the full moon, um, but I do think it's good to do it before the moon changes signs. So <sighs> take a bath, spend time at home. Comfort food is really good. But the way that you can work this magically is to just like allow yourself to feel whatever disappointments you've felt this year, but let it run through you. So I know a lot of people feel uncomfortable when they're doing like shadow work meditations or when they're doing releasing meditations. But for me, it's really about like just letting whatever grief and sorrow that exists, I just allow it to come up and come through me. And a lot of times I'll, I'll literally feel blockages coming out of my heart chakra. I don't know how to explain it other than it just like it feels like energy is leaving and it can feel like moments of grief or moments of sadness. And then I sort of release it into the universe and let the, the universe take it away. If you are doing any sort of releasing work, call in some sort of light or protection or grace to replace it. That way you don't create like a vacuum that can pick up anything. Anytime you release or get rid of energy, you're going to want to call in a different sort of energy to replace it just because, you know, you want to be in control of what what's taking its place. Um, okay, so with the Cancer full moon being tonight, full moons are really great for releasing and banishing. So like 
after I record this episode, I'm legit. I'm turning off my phone. I'm not talking to fucking anyone. I'm going to go do my workout. I'm going to take a bath and I'm going to clean my room and I'm going to get rid of whatever. Well, my office, not my room. My room's always clean, but my office is like, that's because my office is my space. It always looks like a tornado went through it. Shared spaces, I keep clean, but it, <laughs> like my, my office and my workroom are kind of like, I, I I would take pictures and post it on Instagram, but I don't know if I want to display my shame like that. Um, actually, one of the reasons why it's so messy is because I started to pack for my trip and then decided that it was too risky to go and then was like, just didn't unpack correctly. So there's just like stuff all over my, all over my floor in my office, which is also my dressing room. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I just think that like, it's totally okay to like close off and nurture yourself. Cancer is the nurturing sign, as I said. So it's really about nurturing yourself. Use that full full moon energy to release whatever trauma or disappointments you felt for the year and allow yourself to just wash away this crap year. If you are going to take a bath, I recommend baking soda in the bath. If you're going to do, I'm going to do a banishing. I'm just going to banish all the trauma from this year, personal, micro or macrocosm, collective, all of it. Um, I'm just going to get rid of it. I don't care where it goes. It just needs to be released. And so when I am doing a banishing, I usually will take a black candle and if you don't have sage oil on hand, I recommend dissolving sea salt in a little bowl of water and then from base to wick wiping down your black candle and you can say you can use a white candle too if you don't have a black candle but really really for banishing you do want a black candle um and just say like you know I'm banishing bullshit from 2020 (laughs) or whatever it is that you want to just like move past and move away from uh, and then it's good to leave an offering. Salt water, I think, is a fine offering if it's a banishing because it's just like you want to get rid of whatever it is um, that you don't want anymore. If you take a bath, baking soda in the bathtub. And yeah, those are those are my recommendations. Uh, sage oil from base to wick if you do have sage oil and you're doing a banishing. This is also a really good time to purge your space. Uh, I think Scorpio moons are a really good time to purge your space in general, but because this is the last full moon of the year and cancer does rule the home, it is a good time to purge your space. So I'm also going to be getting rid of clothes and just move it all out and try to try to look forward to the new year because it will get better. It's just not going to be January 1st better. Uh, Capricorn season is going to help us tap into our patience around how long things are actually going to take as well. Aries season's probably going to be a nightmare. Hopefully, hopefully there's more going on with vaccines and we have more answers about how we can be normal, uh, a normal society again. But I, if we're still stuck in lockdown mode, Aries season's going to be a fucking nightmare. I'm just going to, I'm just warning you all now because Aries, Aries season just wants to go, 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 go. Okay. We do have on the, Let's see. Oh, and this full moon is at eight degrees. So if you wanted to look at your chart, uh, I would see if there are any planets that are within five degrees of eight degrees. So what would that be? That would be like three degrees and 13 degrees. Uh, If you like the closer to eight, the more you'll feel the energy of this moon. 
But depending on which planets in your chart are highlighted by this, it will help you know like what the what what the energy is doing to you personally and what parts of your life you can, you know, expect to see things. Um if it's hitting like Uranus, it's unexpected. If it's hitting your Venus, it could be love stuff. So, you know, it's just a fun way that you can start to play with astrology. I would also look at the house that is ruled by Cancer to see, you know, which area of your of your chart is also being hit. Um, okay, on the 8th of January, this is my astrological breakdown for Capricorn season before I pull cards. Um, for the 8th of January, the Mercury, the Mercury, <laughs> the planet Mercury is going to be moving into Aquarius. And whenever I see Mercury in Aquarius, I think of psychic downloads. Uh, and so I really think that it's important that you keep a notebook. I actually, I had a, I had a reading with someone a couple of days ago and I, th- I think it was an astrologer. I think it was, I'm pretty sure that like their Mercury was in, in Aquarius or had some stuff going on with Aquarius. And I was like, you need to write down things because you'll forget them really quickly. And then I could like hear her guides and she was like, <laughs> her guides were like, she forgets stuff all the time. And it was just like really funny and cute. And she said she listens, so I just wanted to say, give you a little shout out. I won't use her name because I don't want to violate anyone's privacy, but it's just funny. It, it's coming up naturally that I was like telling telling this client, you need to carry a notebook. You need to carry a notebook so you can write down any thoughts that you're having because our guides will even remind us like you need milk when you're going to the store and then we'll go to the store and buy literally everything except for milk. So whether it's just little things that you need to remember to do, or it's more like moments of clarity or aha moments. When Mercury is in Aquarius, I just feel like the thoughts come in really fast and they leave really fast. So it's important to write things down. You might see a boost in clear audience because Aquarius is an air sign, which is so weird because it's the water bearer, but it's fine. Aquarius is an air sign and whenever we have like Mercury in an air sign I I think of it as you know how the other side is communicating with us and the air is like it's typically thoughts and how we hear things so I do think psychic downloads and clear audience will be themes around um, the Mercury in Aquarius we had the great conjunction that everyone was talking about and I did want to touch on that just a little bit So the great conjunction was when Saturn and Jupiter were aligned at zero degrees Aquarius in the sky. And and even like the scientific community was like, this is going to be amazing because it'll look really bright in the sky. So I'm sure you've heard about the great conjunction. And look at, if you want to know how this is affecting you personally, look at the house that is ruled by Aquarius in your natal chart and see if you have any planets within five degrees of zero degrees. But again, the closer to zero degrees degrees the better um just so you can sort of like you know see how you're see how you were getting hit how this is affecting you I had a lot of stuff get hit by that great conjunction Uh, a lot of people were getting uh were breaking up with their partners too so it's kind of interesting there's been a lot of a lot of change happening with it some people are saying it's the age of Aquarius I I feel like it is or it isn't I don't really care if you want to call it the age of Aquarius, fine, it's the age of Aquarius. But really, we like we one thing that astrologers typically agree on is that we don't actually know like when the age of Aquarius would start. So looking at the great conjunction, this is really about, you know, where you put your hard work, 
that is that are the things that is the thing that's going to grow and also Saturn rules karma so if you aren't you know if you aren't trying to be a good person if you're not living in a way that's not judgmental if you are looking for ways to you know mistreat other people or not even looking for ways if you do mistreat other people you know this is a time where karma could come back to you but in turn you know if you feel like you've been mistreated well then that's kind of good for you because the people who mistreated you will have their karma come to them so uh because it's ruled with jupiter to me it feels like almost like a deliverance of karma so stay positive put hard work into the things that you want to grow because they will uh, but don't ex- don't ignore your responsibilities because on the flip side of that, Saturn is responsibilities and Jupiter does make things grow. So if you're not paying attention to your responsibilities, the problem will get significantly bigger right now. Um, all right. So the other astrological thing that I wanted to touch on before I go into pulling cards for everyone is the new moon on January 12th, new moon in Capricorn. This is a good time to set professional goals because Capricorn is the ruler of the 10th house, which traditionally does rule our careers. So it really is, you know, a good time to be career focused. But that new moon, especially like right, make your vision board, write down what your career aspirations are and set a plan for how those things are going to manifest and how they're going to happen. You know, set three goals, professional goals for yourself in the new year. Think about what you want to accomplish and don't be afraid to do the work that goes into it. And sometimes that's that's real for people. And, you know, ask the universe to help you with any feelings of unworthiness or self-doubt because sometimes people will have really great, wonderful ideas and they don't put their ideas out there because they're afraid of the judgment uh, or even just how success could change their lives and could change their routines. So we are all kind of creatures of habit, but I think that we can get bored with that if we don't take steps to make changes. So this Capricorn new moon is really good for that. Uh, It's good for manifestation work just because it is an earth sign, but I think that Capricorn energy is more about the work that you put into things. If it was a Taurus moon, I would say it's better for manifestation just because Taurus is ruled by Venus, which is sort of like attraction. Um, so Capricorn really, it's like, you know, because it's ruled by Saturn, it's about work and you you pulling your weight in the things that you wish to manifest. And that new moon is at 23 degrees. And so again, see if there's anything within five degrees. Really, the closer you get to 23 degrees, the better. Some astrologers won't look outside of three degrees. So, you know, it's just, and some will look up to eight degrees. So really, you know, just play with it the way that you want to. I think the tighter the orb, that's the unit of measurement. That's what it's called, an orb. The tighter the orb, the better. The more more you will feel it. So there's a lot of other energy going along with this new moon. I mean... Pluto and the moon are pretty close to each other. Pluto and the sun and the moon on that new moon are pretty close to each other. Um, Hold on. I just want to accelerate the chart by a couple of hours. I've got the chart right in front of me and just taking a look at it. So, I mean, that is a time where you may want to look at like past behavioral patterns that you want to move away from. 
Uh, and this is a good time to set boundaries with people in situations that you no longer want in your life. Capricorn season in general is a really good time to set boundaries because it's kind of like Capricorn, like kind of rules boundaries. It's just like, nope. Mm-mm. And I think that's why that's another reason why Capricorns have a reputation for being cold, but it's not, it's just, they enjoy their boundaries <laughs> just like, get, just give me the space. Um, you all know I'm a cap rising, So I love me some boundaries. I like, <laughs> I had someone, uh, Mia who works at the crooked path. And I remember the first time I met her, she was coming, she was coming in to do work at the Reiki room. And I, I've done a lot of work at the crooked path to renovate it. Like I, the tarot room in there, like I laid the tile, I hung the fabric on the walls. I've done, I did a lot to build that shop up because it was a disaster. It was such a disgusting disaster. The, the, tenants before us at that shop were hoarders and they let their dogs like shit and piss everywhere. It smelled so bad. Like we really polished, we really polished that turd and now it's a beautiful crystal store gem. But I remember Mia came in and she was going to start doing work in the Reiki room and she wanted to, um, like bring a, bring a lamp into it. <laughs> and Sal was like, Hey, talk to me, blah, blah, blah. And me was like, Hey, I want to like bring this stuff into the Reiki room. And I was just like, why, what? And she was like, uh, and I didn't even mean to like come across like that. I just like wanted, I just wanted the information and I wanted to think about what she was trying to do. And it, it like, I felt like I came across as unfriendly. And so I brought it up to her lately and I was like, I'm sorry if I seemed like I was, um, being rude. I wasn't trying to, I just like wanted to know what you were thinking. And she was like, Oh my God, no, I didn't think you were rude at all. I was really impressed with your ability to set boundaries. And it was like, yeah, cap rising. And Mia is a wonderful, delightful, loving, beautiful person. And her warmth is radiating. So Mia, I've had, I had her on, I had her on, um, she was my herbalist that I had on the show. Anyway, I'm getting chatty Kathy. I think probably because I haven't recorded a podcast in a while because I'm taking a little end of year break for the glitter class, the glitter cast. So my mouth is just like, la 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 la, you're doing things. Okay. Also, I pulled the king of wands for the tarot draw today. So I'm probably just like going nonstop. Okay. I'm also, I'm also recovering from feeling drained. Okay. Stop, stop, digress. Stop moving off topic. Renee, you need to figure this out. Okay. So I wanted to talk about the other aspects of that new moon. We have Mercury is going to be forming a square to Uranus and Jupiter is as well. And we also have a square between Saturn and Mars and a square is a challenge. It's a difficult aspect. Uh, And Mars has been squaring Pluto for what feels like forever, which is why Scorpios are really getting hit with feeling tired. But that's like another thing because Scorpios are ruled by Pluto and Mars. So both of our planets are fighting with each other right now. It's fine. We will live. Okay. So with the new moon on January 12th, we have Mercury squaring Uranus. And whenever there's a square, it usually doesn't turn out that great. So there could be unexpected arguments, especially because Mars and Uranus are hanging out with each other. Like they can get, and with Jupiter hanging out there, like just watch out with arguments because it can get really blown out of proportion. It could be really hard to change anyone's mind right now, especially with all the Aquarius energy. So if it's a, if it's a political argument, just try to let it go. You're not going to change anyone's mind right now, especially when Mercury is in Aquarius. Like you're, you're probably not going to change anyone's mind. Uh, you can, but usually not with an argument. Usually 
you know, with the presentation of facts in a way that's cool, calm and collected. But also if it's like, if, if there's a stubborn person that you're trying to get to think differently, like it's just not going to happen. So, you know, just don't, don't damage the relationship just because you want to argue. And there, that temptation could be real that day. Uh, I always recommend working out meditation, even just a block, you know, a walk around the block to clear your mind and clear out that sort of like frustration that's in the cosmic climate. And that frustration will be there and it'll latch onto you if you let it. So you got to, you know, you got to figure out a way to release it. Um, we have Jupiter squaring Uranus. So I wouldn't take any chances. Like I wouldn't take any gambles. I wouldn't bet during that time because luck isn't, you know, whenever, whenever Jupiter is making a pleasant aspect to Uranus, Uranus, I'd be like, yeah, take chances. But right now it's not a good aspect. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't take chances and I wouldn't try to, you know, I wouldn't act too impulsively because it could bite you in the ass. Uh, Saturn is squaring Mars as well. Saturn is restrictive and Mars is movement. So you may feel restricted in your movement and Hey, who hasn't felt like that this year. So expect more of that on the new moon on January 12th, which is at 23 degrees. I believe I already mentioned that if you have any, if you have any questions about this new moon, full moon, whatever you can reach out to me. I am also happy to do readings for anyone who wants to know how a full moon or new moon is hitting them. And I'll do half hour astrology readings for that. So reach out to me if that's ever something that you're interested in. And I just wanted to make sure I did go through all my astrology notes. Oh God, it's already been 25 minutes. That's craziness. All right. So I'm just going to do it live. I won't be editing this episode. I just want to do it and get it up. So for Aries. Okay. All right. So I pulled the queen of coins. I pulled the instruction card that comes with this deck because I always love to I always love to leave the extra cards in my deck. Um, the eight of wands and then the crowning card is a ten of wands. So for me, like this, honestly, like this feels like you need to get your house in order. This feels like that new moon intention exercise that I was laying out for you is probably a good call because it looks like you need a little bit of structure around what it is that you want to accomplish and what it is that you need to do. Probably you need to reclaim your authority a little bit. I see that with the, uh, with the eight of wands to me, that's all about stepping into your power. Whenever I see an eight, you know, it's about your own power and it's about power struggles with other people. So you need to decide, like you need to decide what needs to leave your life in order for you to regain your power, especially with the 10 of wands there. The 10 of wands encourages you to like, the 10 of wands is like stuff's going to burn down. So you can decide what leaves your life or you can let the things that are fucking you over stay in your life and you'll burn down. So make decisions around what needs to stay and what needs to go with the instruction book, like with the instruction card in here. Um, I also want to say, I guess it's like, I don't know if it's an instruction card, but it's like a card that has like a very definitive list of, um, like bullet points and stuff. Actually, I'm going to take a picture of it really quick uh, and try to remember to repost it on the Instagram. Sometimes when I take a picture of a card and I say, I'll post it on the Instagram, I totally forget. So Aries, that's for you. Organize your room. Use the cancer, <laughs> use the cancer full moon to organize your room and we'll, we'll be in it together. My moon is in Aries. So, you know, I feel you. 
Okay. So now we're going to get on to Taurus. And Taurus is, I definitely think it's time to check in with your bodies a little bit. Uh, make sure that you're stretching. And I mean, like, you know, stretch while you're watching TV, stretch throughout the day, do little rotation movements. Um, just because that's the, you know, I think Tauruses and earth signs in general really do collect, uh, empathic stress and their own stress, stress in their bodies. But I think, you know, earth sign empaths will really, really feel physically symptoms of stress or tension or whatever, and it might not even be their own tension. So make sure that you are releasing whatever energy you pick up through other people by stretching and taking deep breaths and connecting with your body. So just some, a little bit of grounding. Um, I do see, you know, that some Tauruses will probably feel like they need to socialize a little bit. I think that Tauruses, you know, according to this spread, I have the moon, the three of cups, the 10 of cups. Um, and then the crowning card I have is the four of swords. So for me, I just feel like, you know, Tauruses could be feeling a little bit out of sorts. And in order to reconnect with themselves, they kind of need to connect with their friends so they can feel alive. And I think that's fine. Connect with your friends. But remember that we are in the middle of a pandemic and shit's crazy. So if you are going to see someone in person, be safe, wear masks, you know, follow CDC guidelines, hang out outside uh, and just be safe. You know, I know everyone has their bubble too, but with the four of swords, I also think that there's a little bit coming in here saying like, you know, it's not time, it's time to not really take any serious actions right now. It's more time to plan. Um, I would maybe even hang back, you know, when it comes to big moves, maybe, maybe hang, hang back for about four weeks or so. Um, but then, you know, I, I did draw the page of wands, so it will be go time soon, but I think right now you just need to reconnect with yourself a little bit and, you know, be social and open your heart chakra up a little bit. There's a lot of cups here. So I do think that any heart chakra work that a Taurus can be doing right now will be helpful. I recommend bergamot oil on the heart chakra. I recommend green candles. Adventuring is also a wonderful stone. Spending time in nature is always going to blast open any earth signs heart chakra, but I feel that's especially true for a Taurus. Um, so, you know, do what you need to do. Um, I don't know why I keep feeling like my glands, like um, my lymph nodes in my throat. So just make sure that you're taking, you know, vitamin C and oregano oil and keeping healthy. For Gemini's, ooh, there might be a little bit of flirtation coming in for Gemini. Um, though there could, there's the potential for being ghost too. So I don't, I see flirtations for Gemini right now, but I don't see serious relationships coming in. So I think it's okay to like, you know, do the online flirting, do the dating apps, but don't rush into anything because I feel like any relationships that start up right now could not be exactly what you think they're going to be. It could be a little bit of an illusion. So just, you know, have fun, flirt, but use discernment, keep your discernment up. I do think that like, if you are a Gemini and you are sort of dating right now, you probably like will be triggered very easily. So I even feel like the Geminis and that are listening could be like, oh yeah, I like this person. Oh, I don't like you anymore. Um, don't ghost people. I have the five of swords here. That's impolite to ghost people. Just say, you know what? I'm actually not interested because like 
it's not nice. Don't ghost people. Give them the courtesy of telling them, you know, that you've, that thank you. It was nice meeting you. I'm not interested, you know, with great. Don't say just like, thank you. It was nice meeting you. I'm not interested. <laughs> that's like, that. that's how I, that's how I tell people I don't want to talk to them anymore. No, I just, I keep everyone around forever. It's a problem. Okay. Um, Gemini's, Gemini's, Gemini's. I'm trying to see, you know, with Mercury moving into Aquarius, because it's an air sign, I think that will be really functional for you, but you'll have to look for ways to calm down your mind and quiet it down. Um, so just make sure that like you're meditating. Cause otherwise I think that you could go a mile a minute in your brain. Also grounding. Someone's guys are telling me to tell them to ground. Garnet's a good Garnet's a good uh, stone for that. And I also like patchouli oil on the soles of my feet when I need to be grounding. All right. So now we're going into cancer. Cancer, you guys feel over it. You guys feel tired. Um, you feel, you don't feel low energy. You just feel like you're conserving energy almost. Um, I feel like cancers are really pretty strong because it's the mother of the Zodiac and like, <laughs> mamas are the strongest okay um I'm like I know because I have a dog moms are very strong okay so I pulled the empress the two of cups death and five of swords so you know if I just wanted to mash those together really quick I would say if you are a cancer and you've had like a disagreement with a partner lately you may just want to like let it go and drop it um, this could also be an indication of a relationship ending or, um, problems in a relationship, just sort of like going to the wayside and being over. So, you know, if you are trying, if you are having a relationship and know that it's within your best interest and try to release it, do the work that you need to do to release it. Um, and just showing another card, it's the eight of coins. So I feel like whenever I see coins and especially if I see eights, it's about sort of taking account um, of your finances and just making sure you're on top of everything, looking at, you know, if you have credit cards that you're trying to pay off, you know, how much you are paying a month, if you can pay a little bit more, what that looks like. So I would just sort of look at finances a little bit um, and see, you know, what can be done. And just because you, I mean, we all just had the holidays, so no one's got like great finances, I feel like going on right now. Um, I do think that there's probably a little bit of throat chakra work going on for cancers. Drink mint, drink peppermint tea or mint tea, work with blue or orange candles and sing. Those are my biggest, those are my biggest recommendations when it comes to opening that throat chakra up. And of course, communication, telling people how you feel, you know, getting all, getting all that stuff out. Water signs have a tendency to close off, so I feel like uh, our throat chakras do tend to close up a little bit more for that reason because it's just like a, we don't want to feel we don't want to feel the conversation and if we have it we will. Okay, moving on to Leo, I love that Leo comes after Cancer because I feel like once Cancer season is done, we all need a little bit of Leo because Leo is just like so warm and there's so much joy and. They're so sure of they're so sure of themselves that they have like a thicker emotional skin in a lot of in a lot of ways. Uh, if you do hurt in a Leo's ego, though, then it's like then it's like they may as well be a cancer. But 
Um, okay, so uh, more breakup stuff coming through. I mean, Leo's, we got the Page of Swords with the Nine of Swords and the Page of Cups with the Crown and Carter's attire as the tower. So, you know, if you are having a lot of stress coming coming in with your relationship and this has been a pattern that's been going on for a long time, like who needs it? You know, especially if it's like the type of drama where you can't go out with your friends without your partner texting you to see where you're at and what you're doing nonstop. Like, you don't need that anxiety. So do whatever you need to do to move away from it. Uh, but I also think that outside of relationship stuff, a lot of this has to do with internal. So this like, this could even just be how, and I'm actually, now that I'm saying it, I'm almost leaning more in this direction, um, that there could be some internal struggle and anxiety happening for Leo's right now. And with the page of cups there, it's really about like, you need to start leading with compassion when it comes to yourself, because you're being too hard on yourself and you're expecting too much of yourself. And so I think that all the Leo's need to take a big time out for self-care and a big time out to just sort of like nurture and love on themselves. And literally, if you're a Leo, go after you listen to this, Go look at yourself in the mirror and look at how pretty your hair is and tell yourself you have pretty hair and tell yourself how pretty your eyes are and how smart you are. It's okay to do that. It's okay to like when no one's around and you're by yourself, it's okay to say like, you're so smart. You're so pretty. I think that everyone should be doing that um, as long as it doesn't like inflate your ego too much. But you know, I feel like a lot of people are typically harder on themselves um, then they are like, I'm the best. I'm amazing. If they're listening to this podcast anyway, I guess that, I guess that sort of behavior does exist with a narcissist. But anyway, I digress. Leo's give your, give yourself some of that love. You will so freely give to others. Leo's have like the biggest hearts and, and Leo does rule the heart chakra. So give some of that love to yourself Go wrap yourself in a warm blanket. Make yourself some cozy tea, especially with this Cancer Moon. Everyone should be like bundled up and drinking hot cocoa because that is some Cancer Full Moon shit. So enjoy it. Cozy up. Tell yourself you're pretty. Give yourself a pedicure. Cuddle a stuffed animal if you want. I don't care. All right, Virgo. Virgos, you guys actually feel like you're doing all right. <sighs> You feel like, I'm like, you feel like you're doing fine, but you're not like, oh, I love this. Like I, no one, no one's loving anything right now. It's all garbage. Um, okay. So this deck has two extra cards in the major arcana. One of them is the artist and one of them is the well, I think it's called like the ethereal tarot. I can't remember. Um, but this is like you're being created because I have the artist, the page of coins, the world and the seven of wands. I do think that like some Virgos are trying, are like trying to be creative about how they make money. And with the world being here, really you have to look at like your spending habits or even like your self-destructive habits when it comes to career. Uh, with the seven of wands, it's like, are, are you waiting for things to land that aren't landing and so I would say this is about taking a different approach to how you're going after your career goals. You may be thinking about switching jobs. 
which I think is good. You should switch jobs if you want to, but you know, I'm pulling a clarifier now and you need to, what's the three of wands. So you need to like talk to other people, talk to other professionals, start aligning yourself with people whose careers you admire. Uh, because I just think that there's a breaking of patterns that needs to happen. That's how I always read the world. It's like you have all of the opportunity in front of you, but if you can't break the patterns that are stopping you from reaching out and grabbing it, you're going to just stay on the cycle forever. Um, page of coins, there could be, you know, maybe you're thinking about moving, uh, you know, going back to school, even pages, uh, pages are usually students of some sort. So I would, you know, be open to learning from other people, be open to educating yourself, be open to advice from others. Um, especially if they're, you know, if they're professionally, more well off than you are. And I don't even mean financially. I just mean like they have reached a certain level in their career that you aspire to be like. So it really is about, you know, taking, taking your pride away to admit, like, I need to make some changes about how I'm going about things and I can learn from other people if I ask questions. So Virgos, don't be afraid to ask questions right now, especially if it has to do with the professional realms. Okay. And make sure you're writing down your ideas with all that Mercury and Aquarius happening. Okay, Libra. Ooh, Libras. Okay. Um, all right, let's see here. So for Libra, I pulled the magician. I pulled the world again. Um, I also have the seven of wands again. And then I have the page of cups. And I promise I did shuffle in between, but sometimes the cards, you know, have a message for two people, for two groups of people. So with the magician, I mean, yeah, you need to be doing manifestation work right now. You need to be talking to the universe. You need to be telling the universe what you want. You need to be thinking positively. When I see the magician, your thoughts are manifesting. It might not be an immediate manifestation. It could be a slow manifestation, but the things that you're doing are manifesting. So you need to make sure that you're not being hard on yourself, that you're not doubting yourself, that you're being confident and you're moving forward towards the things you want. Again, the world looking at your patterns, you know, are you, are you wanting to learn how to play piano, but instead of taking an hour every day or every other day to watch a YouTube video and sit on your keyboard, you're watching TV, you're playing video games. So you know what I'm saying? Like, look at your, look at your patterns that way. Cause that's self-destructive when it comes to that goal. You know what I mean? So we need to be looking at like what constitutes a self-destructive and it's like, a lot of the times it's just how you're spending your free time and if you are aligning your will with your actions. So make sure that you're aligning your will with your actions, but also with that page of cups and I have the queen of cups here as well. This is really about nurturing as well. I mean, Libra, you guys are ruled by Venus. So you're big, wonderful lovers. I fucking love Libras. All of my favorite people are Libras. All of my friends, all of my best friends have been Libras. Um, I love Libra energy. You guys are my favorite. Libras and Tauruses are my favorite. I will play favorites. All the Libras are like, yes, tell me more about how I'm amazing. You're fucking amazing. I love you. I love all of you. Okay. I'm just like, now, now the Libras are getting creeped out. Now I'm like, I, I, I threw the balance off and now they're like, okay, that's enough. Um, no, but for real, um, you can spend a little bit of money on yourself. I think, um, invest in the things that you need to accomplish the goals that you are focused on. And this could be personal, professional, home. It doesn't matter to me. 
Um, but I think a little bit of investment in yourself and in the things that you want to do is totally okay right now. Uh, I think that there's, you know, might be a little bit of a funk. Everyone's going through a little bit of a funk. It's the end of the year. Christmas sucked for a lot of people. We didn't get to see our families. A lot of us, uh, we still don't get to hug our friends. So connecting with something creative, I think will help compensate for the things that so many of us are lacking in our lives right now because there's a pandemic and everything's on fire still. Okay. So after Libra comes the scorpions. I'm just going to be, I um just going to be fucking weird now because I'm in my, I'm in my zone. Um, Scorpio, your energy feels a little bit sleepy. You feel a little bit numbed out, like you're fucking just done and over it. That's the Scorpio energy I'm picking up on. We have the Empress, the Two of Swords, and the Six of Swords. So maybe some thought about, uh, I would say there's frustration about not being able to travel. I think there's frustrations around, um, you know, not being able to have adventures you know, even being sick of your home and Scorpios are, you know, they're kind of homebodies, but I think some of those Scorpios right now are just like even sick of their homes. So I would, you know, do something to change up the home or go hiking, make sure you're getting outside more with this pandemic. Like they're like, I mean, I'm, I'm always walking voodoo, but it's just like, oh my God, I haven't left my house in forever. So take a drive to, you know, I think that you need some sort of a little getaway, especially because it looks like with the nine of wands here, there might be a lot going on in your heads. So you probably need a little bit of time alone, a little bit of time to yourself. So go take a drive for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, go have a picnic outside somewhere, go take a hike. I know this is harder for the East coast people when you've got snow this time of year. So then take a bath and ask an astral journey. But I do think that like Scorpios need a little bit of a getaway time. They need a little bit of time to themselves outside of the outside of the home, just because that Empress card there, it just, it just feels so much like the home. But then again, also you're going to have to throw some love back into your home. So I also think that like baking uh, is a good activity for Scorpios right now. Cause it does, you know, it, it is very homey and it's very grounding, but it also is good for the heart chakra. Okay. Sagittarius throat chakra is immediately not feeling great. Sagittarius's work on your throat chakra. Um, make sure you're communicating yourself in a, in a chilled out, you know, leveled out way. I always, um, try to advise Sagittarius's to do that. I've had a lot of Sagittarius's in my life and sometimes y'all just need to like bring it down before you start talking. Um, my brother gets on really crazy vegan rants, so I know what I'm talking about. Okay, um, I have the King of Coins with the Eight of Wands and the Six of Cups. So King of Coins is good for money. Um, oh, I got the Five of Cups here too, though. So, I mean, the King of Coins is good for money, but you may not necessarily be happy within your like current job situation, or you may be trying to make some moves within your career that aren't necessarily sticking the way you want to. If it's not the time, it's not the time. Um, I think, let me see. I think it's okay to like close off a little bit. I just pulled the hermit. Um, I think it's okay to close off a little bit 
and sort of think about what your next moves are going to be. I think that's really good for Capricorn season anyway. Like it's more about planning than, than moving in my opinion, a lot of the time, unless you've like really been planning up until this point. But I think just with the beginning of the year coming up, it's okay to just like map things out a little bit and not make any big serious moves. Um, just because with that five of cups there, it makes me worry about disappointment. Um, you know, if you're applying for different jobs, uh, know that the job market is super competitive right now. I was reading, I was reading for someone a couple weeks ago and he was talking about how he applied for like a call center job and they, you could see how many people from the website he was using, he could see how many people had applied for it. And there were like hundreds so keep in mind that like the job market is really competitive right now. So it sucks because everyone's in, a, in, a, in their own sort of bind and try not to become disheartened by it. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process. Be patient with the, you know, with how things unfold, especially because Sagittarius and any fire sign really just wants to rush things and Sagittarius like wants things to be done. They want things to already be there because it's the last fire sign. So it's like, it's, it's a closing energy. So like Sagittarius has this really like fiery, you know, forward moving energy, but it's also wants, it wants like the end to be now. And it wants like it almost wants to rush through the path and rush through steps sometimes. So this is about really slowing down so that you can sort of like harvest your energy and 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 harness what it is exactly that you're wanting to do and what you're wanting to accomplish. Um, Six of Cups, there could be a little bit of nostalgia here. So you could be missing family right now because of the holidays or you could be missing your childhood or simpler times, um, wishing you were a kid again. There's some of that energy coming through. So like make space for yourself to heal. Make space for yourself when it comes to planning for the future. The, that, that Five of Cups is like one of the saddest cards in the deck. So like, you know, if you do have professional disappointments with that King of Coins there coming up, um, give yourself a space to heal and reflect on the situation. Um, and you know, you always pick yourself back up. So you'll be good. Okay. Now moving on from Sagittarius, we're going to go to Aquarius and I'm going to use, I've got like seven decks in front of me. I always work with seven decks at a time, like a, like a little octopus. I need to get, oh, I ordered they're making a labyrinth like the David Bowie movie. They're making a labyrinth tarot deck. I couldn't see. So like I just like like the Internet just was like, look, this is a thing. I don't even know how I got there. Um, but the Internet knew that I needed to know. And so the Internet told me that David that there was going to be a labyrinth tarot deck. It's coming out. I think it's in June or July. And I ordered that bitch today. So pretty soon I'll probably be working with eight decks. But I couldn't see pictures of anything. I could like all they would show you a, pi a picture of was the cover. I couldn't find pictures of any of the cards and I don't think it's even been printed yet, but they don't they, like I couldn't see the design. And if this is a repeat of the Starman tarot deck, I might lose my mind. And it's not like it was terribly expensive. It was like $25. So I was like, fine. Um, so I'm not like, I don't have like great expectations, but the Starman tarot deck, I was so excited to get it. And David Bowie's image is only in like one of the cards. And it makes me want to light myself on fire every time I think about it. And everyone that I've talked to about that deck is like, uh, I wish there was more Bowie. And I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking know what's happening. So anyway, sorry, Aquarius, that I went on a tangent before I started talking for you. I feel like an Aquarius was getting a little bit impatient. Ooh, damn, girls and boys. 
not just girls. I'm just, I said girl because I pulled two queens and that's why I was like, oh shit. Okay, so we have the queen of wands with the queen of swords and the tower and the eight of coins. And I pulled another one just for funsies and it's the hanged man. So I would say that there are Aquariuses who are like kind of at their wits end and they're trying to decide if they want to explode their lives or not and like move in a different direction but there are obligations that are keeping them where they are right now. And so I would say if you're an Aquarius, don't make any drastic moves just yet because with that eight of coins there, you still have a little bit of work to do. And if you do things, if you move too quickly with that queen of wands energy, you might have a tower moment. So yes, the hanged man is there. Yes, you may feel stuck in your situation. Yes, you probably know how you want things to change and you want that change to happen now, but hold back, pull back, save more money, uh, give yourself an outline, whether it's like leaving a situation, leaving a job, going into business for yourself, whatever it is, like have that plan airtight, proceed with caution. You're the hanged man because you need to sit where you're at for a second. That is such a hard combo to have the hanged man with the queen of wands because the queen of wands is like, I just want to fucking move. I just want to work. And you can move and you can work, but like you have to stay put for now. You have to move and work, you know, where you're at right now um, and then make the big change that you want to make. I'm getting someone's guide is saying March. So if this is resonating with you on a really close level and you're an Aquarius, I'm going to say March, whatever it is that's going on. Okay. After Aquarius, we have Pisces. Which card do I want to use for Pisces? Oh my God. Did I skip Capricorn? I think I skipped Capricorn. I'm so sorry. I knew I was doing that too. When I went from Sagittarius to Aquarius, I knew I like I said to myself in my mind like you're you're skipping and I'm like I'm just like shitting all over Capricorns on their (laughs) on their birthday time I'm so sorry because your episode is a week late and then I skipped over you okay so Capricorns I don't know you guys just feel like kind of meh right now like you're kind of just like whatever like you feel like um like, yeah, your birthday is coming, but it's just like, what am like, I don't know. It feels like a little bit hard to celebrate. Okay. All right. We have queen of wands again, and I'm using a totally different deck. So it's not like I, um, it's not like I just did a bad job shuffling. Okay. So we have the queen of wands with the 10 of cups, the five of cups and death. So honestly, Capricorns, you need to just cut people out of your life who suck like people who are bringing you grief, you just need to like, you're done, like set those boundaries, like move away from it, move away from the situation. I feel like your bandwidth for like BS that you are down to tolerate is like, it's at a limit. Like I feel like caps are over it. Um, yeah, you don't have space for the things that bring you sadness anymore. And I feel like someone has family stuff that could be happening. Like I'm picking up on that psychically a little bit. And it's like, you can't really give up on your family, but at the same time, like if you've been trying to help someone over and over and over again and they're not changing, like there's nothing you can do about it and you just have to accept the disappointment around the path that person has chosen and decide to, you know, love them under the terms that, you know, as they stand or under the situation as it stands. Uh, if you need to set boundaries about what that communication looks like, set boundaries. If you need to take a step back from the situation for a little while, it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to take breaks from family. It's okay to take breaks from people. I don't recommend that you leave them permanent. I think that we 
you know, um, always have something to learn from our families. But at the same time, like I've seen people with fucked up families who I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't talk to them either. So, you know, take everything into consideration when it comes to like the severity of your situation. Like my family's got crazy stuff, but I would never like, no, like no one in my immediate family, you know, there's no one I would write off. Like I'm always, I'm always going to try to work it out with those ones. Cause they're for the most part, they're pretty good. Um, but it is really about focusing, like who brings you joy, who brings you grief, who brings their problems to you all the time, but never asks you how you're doing, who wished you a Merry Christmas, who didn't, you know what I mean? Like looking at all those things, like you don't need to give to people who don't return it. So just like you're done, you're over it, make peace with it, release them on this full moon. Like, I don't know, like, I think that Capricorns are just like cutting, cutting people out. Like there's just no more. Um, <clears throat> trying to see if there's anything else that's coming through. I don't know why I'm seeing like jasmine flowers. So maybe get some jasmine essential oil and work with that. That's my, that's like my healing oil. I got that in a download once that Jasmine's like the oil I'm supposed to use when I need to heal and release stuff. So Capricorns get some Jasmine oil going. Um, oh, and justice just fell out of my justice just fell out of my tarot deck as I was shuffling. So also like the universe is like, yeah, just cut, just cut the crap people out of your life. Like you're fine. Okay. Now Pisces, I'm again, Capricorns. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Pisces. Pisces actually feel the most optimistic of anyone right now, which is interesting. Um, I mean, I think that like Pisces are inherently really forgiving. Um, so maybe that, you know, they're just trying to see the positive, the positive aspect of things. Okay. Um, so I do have weird cards for Pisces. Um, I have the moon with the nine of wands and the eight of coins and the king of cups. So, I mean, whenever I see the moon there, it's intuitive, but it's also like uncertainty because like, you know, like it's like those times when you're like, I'm getting a message, but I don't know what the fuck it means. And like, I know I'm tapped into something psychically and I know that like something is trying to guide me, but I don't understand how, and I'm not seeing the finish line. So I would say you need to reapply trust. Sorry, my phone keeps vibrating. Usually I put it on do not disturb. I don't even know if you guys can hear that, but I had to stop it for a second. Okay, so, uh, if, you know, I don't know, like Pisces, it's just about like giving trust to the universe and sort of like having faith in like whatever the process is right now. With the nine of wands, like, yeah, there can be some upsets to your path. You may have some obstacles coming to your way. You may be sidetracked by like drama or things going wrong or like even a parking ticket. So, uh, you know, do your due diligence to make sure you're on top of all of your responsibilities and you're in control of as much as you can. Um, but I think that this nine of wands is sort of speaking to like the Saturn Pluto or the Saturn um, Jupiter conjunction. It's just sort of like, you know, any bad luck that comes up right now, it's just you're getting it out of your system. So just take the hit. You're fine. Like with the eight of coins here, um, nothing is really going to take you down right now. You may get thrown off your balance a little bit. But for the most part, this eight of coins shows that you come out on top, um, especially if it comes into financial matters. This is a good card for finances, but it's also like you're not financially where you want to be just yet. And like you're in work mode right now. So I do think that like, 
you know, especially if you're taking chances with your career, you're taking chances with like what you're doing with your home life or your money. Um, you know, don't do anything like too crazy, but also like you need to just put your head down, do the work that goes into whatever your goals are and trust that the universe is going to, um, you know, answer your prayers and help things work out for you in the way that you want them to. With uh, the crowning card is the king of cups. Uh, there is always opportunity for romance when there's like a king or a queen of cups coming in. Uh, there could be an ex-lover from the past coming through, uh, or it's just, you may have romance coming through in your relationship. And I do actually this, as I'm channeling the energy of this spread, I do feel like this love could come from um, feeling artistically connected to something and feeling good about yourself. This feels actually a lot like a self-love. Um, so it's really about like taking care of yourself and it's almost like, okay, so like if you're self-employed, you know, that quarterly taxes are due, I think it's January 15th. So it's almost like doing those taxes. Yeah. Writing that check hurts. I just, I just did it. Um, but it feels good to take care of yourself and to take care of your responsibilities. So allow yourself to feel joy and feel good about structure. Um, and it's okay if you're having weird dreams and your intuition feels funky, you know, write down any sort of like weird messages that you get that come through. Um, but also, you know, tell the universe what you want and trust it and allow, allow yourself to feel gentle. Um, but you need to ground and you need to be doing hard work right now. And I really hope I did not skip any other signs. I think I got, I'm like, I did Aries. I'm pretty sure I did Taurus. Yeah, I did Taurus because I said, get back in your body. Gemini I did because they had like the love stuff. Cancer I did. Leo I did. Virgo I did. Sorry, I don't need to like, I, I guess I could just like stop recording and then like go through in my own mind. Again, sorry, I'm not editing these. I just want to get them out and get it up. Uh, you know, I am offering wheel of the year readings um, for 20 bucks off. So you have to like when you book a special, though, you have to say like, hey, I heard you talking about this special um, on Witch Doctor. Because if you just say, oh, hi, listen to Witch Doctor. I wanted to book a reading. I'll be like, great. Let's book a reading. And then I'll forget that there's a special. So you have to say like, hey, you mentioned a special on Witch Doctorate. So if you want a wheel of the year reading, I can do a tarot one. Uh, for 80 bucks. It should last about an hour and I'll pull a card for each month of the year and we'll sort of like do a little mini spread and we'll talk about what's going on. Um, if you want an astrology one, that one is like it's more involved because I have to like go through your chart and look for aspects and look at things. Um, but we can go through, you can choose either the new moon or the full moon and we'll do one for each month in 2021. Um, that one's going to be 130. My astrology readings are normally 150. So I'm knocking $20 off all of my readings right now. Um, you can find me online, rainbowglitterstar.com, on Instagram at rainbowglitterstar, which doctorate for the spell cast. The glitter cast will be back in a couple weeks. Um, but my daily horoscopes are on there at the glitter cast on Instagram. And I hope you guys are all, you know, hanging in there. <laughs> And, you know, next year will be better. Uh, it's just like, it's just not going to be as fast as we want it to be, I don't think. Oh, and I am on Karen Rontowski's uh, New Year prediction episode that's going to air on the first. So check that out. Give her a follow on Instagram. I love you guys. Please feel free to reach out at any time. I love it when you guys message me and just say, hey, listen to the podcast. And then I get to know who you are and talk to you a little bit. 
Um, especially because when I'm doing these episodes, like there will be people that I talk to that pop into my head, especially if I'm going through a sign and I'm like thinking about, um, you know, if I know someone's a cancer, I'm like, Hey Casey, um, if I know someone's a cancer and they listen to this, like, like it'll pop, like that person will pop into my head. And so I like it when I'm reading for the collective, when I feel like I have someone to connect to. Um, and if you're, you know, if you listen to this and something resonates, please let me know too. I just like, I just love talking to you guys. It is the reason why I do this. So I love connecting. I love you. Uh, happy new year, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you go. Bye. Thank you.